0: You're listening to the two dumb Yinzers.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Pittsburgh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) MC (laughs) Slowfish. I like it. I I don't know why, but that, that brings me joy.
1: Yes. You got a lot of nice things in the background there. I like it. It makes me want to get downtown and do some, some downtowning.
2: You know, apparently I, I need to win back the goodwill of the, uh, the listeners, the subscribers, the viewers.
1: See, I know. think that, I, I think that you took the wrong angle with that. I think that you should probably yeah. con- continue to be the dick that you always are. Well, I, I will
2: be. I that's will the dick
1: be. that we've all grown to love, you know? You know, as as you all should. <laughs> We are. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode 308. We are on our summer schedule. Uh, In case you missed last week, the uh, new schedule for a while, at least. Uh, This is what we call our summer schedule. This is going to be a seven day, seven day in a row venture every week uh, until the summer schedule is over. We are going to be starting at 1130. It's going to be a half hour show every day, Mm -hmm. but it is going to go all seven days a week. So it's going to be a little bit. It's going to be something different, uh, something for us to get used to for sure. But we are back, nonetheless. It is episode three hundred and eight. Uh, oh. How you doing, Mike? I'm
2: doing great, man. I'm loving. I'm loving life. I'm loving the summer. I'm on vacation right now, so I, this is great. I have nothing to do right now. except sit here and talk to you.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you talked me into this into this vacation thing that we're doing, and, uh, yeah, I and here we to, are. Don't say I, try, I never did nothing for you. I
2: tried to get the week off to coincide with my vacation, and you being the tyrant that you are, you said no.
1: You know, and then you got to think at uh, Christmas time, you're going to want more, yeah. you know. And, uh,
2: well, at yeah, Christmas time, you know, when I'm working, what, 12-hour days? Yeah, I'm going to want more time off. You know, who? what am I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking slacker oh uh, yeah i know right
1: hey good morning derpy how you doing brother good morning good morning
0: fellas good morning
1: good morning i are doing we, good you know everybody has has that we are new now on, our, on our summer schedule and um that we will be on seven days a week seven days a week you get to see these lovely lovely faces every day of the week and we are doing half hour shows for the time being uh the schedule will or this schedule will go back to normal eventually as i said mike by it fought clawed scratched, laid on the floor rolled around like a little girl but we did we uh we got it all set up for him and we are on our summer schedule so keep that in mind everybody Eleven thirty to 12 every day every day no days off every day
2: every day every day i wanted you know here i am thinking you know, oh man i could have more time to do stuff in the summer and i talked myself into doing seven days a week. Yeah. So now I literally have no one to blame actually, but myself.
1: You even brought, yeah, you brought that into the table. You, you that brought in, that to the table.
2: That was like the sweetener that I didn't realize I needed. I could have said, hey, can we just do half hours? You probably were like, yeah, sure, man. I was like, oh no, we'll do it seven days. I added the sweetener when I didn't need to.
1: Yeah. Like, so you, over, uh, you, you you overplayed your hand.
2: I, I did. I did. Usually I, I keep things close to the vest. That time I was just out of it. Was I drunk at the
1: time? I don't know. I could have been. Possibly. Possibly, uh, Derby. I got a bone to bone the pick with you. I want you to take Austin. I just, right. I want you to take him back. And I want you to take him back right now. This guy is a nightmare. Oh, Don't get me wrong. I mean, he can't be better
0: than my catchers, and
1: you Believe me, he's not better than any catcher. This guy. Um, let me see where I have it here. I, apparently, he's underperforming, even the lowest of expectations. People didn't even expect this guy to come in and make that great of an impact. He was a good defensive catcher, which you know you stated, Duly on the show, uh, he, Derpy. He's underperforming, even the <laughs> lowest of ex- expectations.
0: I, I mean, like I said, it can't be worse than Zanino that we have right now.
1: I don't know. I, I I would give you this guy in a heartbeat. I would. I would. I would. If I was in charge, you would have him back. Believe me. But I do want to get into some Pittsburgh Pirates early today. Again, we are on the new schedule, so we do have to kind of uh, run around run yeah. with a little bit different um, flow. So uh, let's yeah. see. P. Morton's in the house today. What up, P? P. says, I hope P-P. that's a uh, sunburn and not poison ivy. Mike?
2: It, that is sunburn. I was doing yard work yesterday.
1: Um, There he is. There's Mike with his, with his usual glow.
2: And I put uh, some lotion on before we did anything, so I kind of rubbed it in, made it a little... A little worse than it needed to look.
1: So the Pirates played three games over the weekend against the Baltimore Orioles. We knew it wasn't going to be good. We knew it wasn't going to be good. Uh, it was about as bad as expected. However, we did salvage a game at the end of the weekend. Uh, they lost on Friday six to three. The Pirates lost on Saturday two nothing, and they won. They were able to salvage last uh, yesterday's game four to nothing only because Mitch Keller was on yes. the hill. And this guy, I'm convinced that we're going to probably win every game that he, he starts. He's, he's really he's one of the best couple pitchers in the league. I'm looking at some of his numbers. And you know what? I don't know what our record is in May. What's today? The 15th. We're halfway through May. Yeah. We won two games. So keep that in consideration. They were both Mitch Keller starts, which were both shutouts. Um, and Check this out. Let me, let, me, let me pull this one up real quick. Keller got 69 strikeouts, which is third most in the majors. His line on the game yesterday was seven innings pitched, four hits, no walks, 13 Ks, and this followed up his complete game win uh, from five days ago. Now get this, guys. Uh, He's the first Pirates pitcher with 13 Ks, no walks, and no runs allowed in an outing since 1920. No Pirates pitcher has put those numbers up since 1920. And get this, the, the combination of the pitchers the Pirates have uh, they, they combined for 17 Ks yesterday, no walks. That's... And that was the first time that that's ever happened for the pirates, 17 Ks and no walks. So, you know, like I said, I mean, as long as we could get this guy to play every day and pitch every day, we'll be fine. It will be fine. And as I was telling you yesterday, Mike, we, we you know, even if he can't pitch, we'll just put him like, you know, make a position like softball. We'll let him play Rover. Behind <laughs> bases. might as
2: well you know we we need something we need this guy out there he you know he's finally living it up to his expectations that we thought he was going to be you know when they drafted him he was like look out this guy's going to be one of the next big things and you know what he finally realizing it I, i'm loving it
1: he really is you know what i really feel bad for is david bednar because there was <laughs> this guy here who was just you know he's on record setting pace yeah. for saves uh-huh we can't win games let alone win games in the in the range for
0: for him to come in he
1: had but they uh yeah there you have it guys we, we won one game of the weekend mike we are a little bit more than 25 percent of the way through this baseball season the pittsburgh pirates are sitting a game and a half behind milwaukee Now, I don't remember if I read this on Friday or I got this information on Friday, but this was prior to them losing their first place spot, and I think I might have even put it up on the site, Uh, but the Pirates are the first team in Major League Baseball history, first team ever. Look at all these firsts, whether it's the best or the worst. The uh, Pirates were the first team in Major League Baseball history to have a lead of less than two games. Entering a streak where they lost nine of ten, and still were in first place by the end of that stretch. It's never happened. Never happened in the history of the game what the Pirates just did. So you know, there you we're, have it. We're we're breaking records somehow. We are. It you know, it there's no be... meter. there's no gray area with this team. No,
2: and it's it's all or nothing. It's they're it's depressing. But also, you know, like Derpy says, you know, 162. That's why you play it, 162. You don't know what's going to happen, and you know, when we want? We we're what 20 and eight. No, I you know, no one <laughs> thought that would that was going to happen. All right, yeah, we we're going to keep that pace, but no one thought we we're going to keep this what two wins in May pace, two wins a month. Mm. So they need to have find a happy medium somewhere, somewhere. Like even if they pays don't pace
1: to win like eight games the rest of the season if they uh keep yeah. doing two games a month.
2: Yeah, that, that, that's not good boys. Uh, I'm no, no statistician. I'm no, uh, you know, numbers guy, but that that's not good. That's not good math.
1: Uh, the Pirates are, like I said, they're a game and a half behind Milwaukee. Milwaukee, of course, who swept Kansas City over the weekend. I am not real sure who Milwaukee has next. If you want to take the liberty and looking that up real quick, Mike, with the uh, Pirates, they do travel to Detroit tomorrow for a two game series that game starts at 6 35 i i thought for i thought for one that we were in the national league i don't know why we haven't played national league team and uh, it seems like forever <laughs> we didn't the whole american league it used to be you get the division. yeah I, I, I don't know what this is i i just like i said you, you might as well put us in the american league at this point
2: might as well uh right now uh milwaukee they have a three games coming up against st louis then they travel to my or to tampa
1: for three games Oh, that Tampa one will help. Oh, this yeah, is really bad.
2: What you know what? The, they'll they'll sweep St. Louis and they'll come out and they'll win two out of three against the uh Tampa Bay Rays.
1: What I thought was most interesting about the game, Saturday, which was a two-nothing loss to the Orioles. Get this derpy. The game I, it was it was about 10 after nine, and they were wrapping up. And I thought, gee, what time did this game start? It started at 7:05. The game on Saturday was two hours and four minutes. Two hours and four minutes. I don't think I've ever seen a major league baseball game in my life be only a two hour and four minute game. the uh, the steps they they're making to make baseball move a little bit faster. It's effective because again, this game was two hours and four minutes. Uh, you know, they were standard three hours until these these rule changes were made with the clock and and things like this. I thought that was the most fascinating part of the weekend was this baseball game was only two hours long
2: you know normally it used to be like you know two hours into a game you're you're through three innings yeah (laughs) so you know it's i i'm like i'm I'm
0: loving the pitch clock i'm i'm loving it man get these games in and out in and out that's that's what makes baseball so different though than other sports was the
1: was all the was without the
0: pitch clock you know without the pitch clock
1: it was all the fluff he stood there and watched the guy grab himself for 10 minutes and mm-hmm. adjusted well, his gloves every it's about patience pit.
0: baseball is always about patience and you know that's why that's the beauty of it but you know to that's, adapt boredom, the time, that's why they added it though
2: that, that's boredom though but remember Derpy, like i said before man back in the day that like in the early parts of baseball, the pitchers left their mitts Well, in the my fault this
0: generation doesn't have bullshit of patience, so...
2: They, they, they said that about Gen X, too, man. They said that about millennials. They're saying that about Gen Z. But i I'm sure the yeah, Silent yeah, air said that about the boomers. They didn't have patience. So One thing on I now. think we could all agree
1: patience. on, guys, <laughs> even with the uh changes, I think that Baseball is trying to slowly work the umpires out of baseball. I really do. Oh, I hope of so. course everyone knows they're working with the, well, so the
0: doubt. Uh, it. well, it's
1: it's really bad this year, and I'm gonna give you a good point here in one second. But one thing I mean, I've personally noticed that it's these umpires are really bad this year. These calls are way off. Again, you have a box right in the middle of the screen that shows you what's a strike and mm-hmm. a ball. You know, don't tell me that, that we're being you know that we're out, out of control here because there's games that are being decided by pitches that are way outside of that box called strikes. And again, it almost seems like they're, they're trying to be, they're, they're trying to be bad to move this technology into place. However, that's speculation. Check this out. Uh, Christian Walker for Arizona. Did anybody catch this? Christian <gasps> Walker, he uh, got ejected. He got ejected for clapping after the umpire made a correct call. The, ah, the, the, I, I you <laughs> did you see this Derpy? The the, the umpire no, makes not, that's the correct. Me. Call the guy that was in favor. His team was in favor of the call. Starts clapping. The umpire turns, he throws him out. These guys are out of control. They're they out are of out control. Of, you know, Derpy,
2: or I mean, P. <laughs> if, if they want to make money, they can go up in the stands and sell some peanuts. That's about all they're good for now. You know, they, they, you know. That, that's a, of course, that was an insult. The dude selling i because mean, those peanut vendors are shit. They know how to have fun. These umpires don't know how to have fun. You know, I love getting give, I
1: I, I love give getting give Hades. from a guy with no teeth. It is like there's nothing like it, let me tell you. I mean,
0: I oh, somewhat understand from you know from his they have narrative the
1: they have the uh teardrop tattoo on their eye. They have the yeah. web tattoos on their elbow. And now
0: like, now you know we got what?
1: Derpy.
2: Now
0: we got Derpy here defending
2: the umpires. So let's hear it, Derpy.
0: I said I somewhat understand the narrative of why he did that, but that's kind of absurd and over the top. Well, especially
1: because he wasn't even against the, the, yeah. the umpire's ruling. He was for I it. I know,
0: but he was, I guess, in a way, the showing bad you sportsmanship. Yeah, you're not marking. allowed to
1: cheer. You're not allowed to clap. I, I, come on. That's I a mean, weird. that's
0: somewhat bad sport. If you do it in front of, you know, the umpire, obviously you're going to get ejected.
1: These are the most.
0: They are um, sensitive. Like, them and NHL officials but if he's in the so like, if, he, if he's, like, in a dugout any season, that's, like, that's very, you know,
1: I mean, over-the-top reaction. The, what do you do? or the guy's vagina? I, I can't even fathom <laughs> why you would throw the guy out. I've
0: seen i the- I've seen an umpire toss or, an organist nah. from a minor league game because he was playing three blind so mice. This is why baseball sucks, in a sense. You know, this is why baseball,
1: and it doesn't suck, but it fell by the wayside with a lot of all these other sports. Everything else passed baseball over time. Baseball went from being America's pastime to, you know, in a lot of cases, you have to make these changes to baseball, otherwise, people aren't even going to pay attention to the game anymore. I think that the I, I think the rule changes are good. I think these umpires are out of hand, and I give it only a couple more seasons before you have total technology umpiring these baseball games because they're getting real bad. Like I said, whether it be by design or it's just the the, the um the quality of these officials of these games are getting Mm -hmm. real bad. And uh, as I said, you, you can't, come on, a guy's clapping in the dugout and you you throw him out. And it was for a call that he received. It wasn't a call that was against him. Uh, Totally unbelievable. But you know what guys, we do have to move on being on this new schedule. We have to jump over into the football field. Let's talk football guys. (laughs) You're going to rub this into me all summer. You want to say XFL real quick? Uh, Yes. Let's talk a little (laughs) XFL first. The um the Ar- Arlington Renegades they upset they upset the Boo. DC Defenders. Boo. For- Boo. Now, this is interesting <laughs> because the Arlington uh, Renegades they were four six this season, and by default, yeah. they uh they snuck into the playoffs. By the way, the the divisions are set up. They upset the team, um, the Houston Roughnecks, yeah. and then they worked their way into the championship game, and they upset DC, the Defenders, who were nine and one, the top team all year. Again, the running gage win this game 35-26. and I think Mike, the I, you you know the reason why they lost. Why don't you tell us what it is?
2: Yes, uh, at the stadium they they played in, they they told the fans like beer snake will not be tolerated. Beer snake is not allowed, and that's that's a joke. You know, beer snake was what people loved. It man, it was big on social media. People were tuning in just to I don't know, what's this beer snake thing? That's why I. Called, that's you an know, L. And I, you know, it, that became I became a defenders fan because I. Because of that, I saw the fans having fun. That made me want to watch them even more. And then for wherever they were playing the game, I said, no, you can't have the beer snake. Get out of here. Get out of here. That's why they lost. DC did not have the mojo. It's not because Luis Perez, you know, bought out in that championship game. No, it's not because of that. And the DC defenders defense failed. It's because the DC defenders defense could not get the energy from beer snake. And, they, you know, it was a flat environment for him.
1: I think that the DC Defenders they just struggle against bad teams. Of course, their only they loss of the their, year yeah. was to the Orlando Guardians, who were the worst team this season. Uh, they they do just fine against the teams that are that are have you know more superior record. However, the teams they lose to have all been pretty bad teams. And, and again, I don't want to throw Arlington in that category because they were good enough to make it through the gauntlet of the playoffs and they did win. But again, this team did enter the playoffs with a four and six record due to the way the play the uh, divisions are set up and uh, you know. It could have really, really been the Houston mm-hmm. Roughnecks, but the way it played out in this situation, it was Arlington. And you know what? Congratulations to them. It was a complete XFL season. The Rock was down there. They gave the MVP to Perez. Um, you know what?
2: He, he deserved it, man. He played a hell of a
1: game. He did. Like everyone, um, we're going to jump over. When he got I'm traded sorry? to him,
2: he, when he got traded you know, midway through the season, he, his performance just improved, man. That team improved because was, of him. They look really that? good.
0: That end outcome improves my point. What I said on Friday. What's that? Matchups, motivation, and playing your best at the right yep, time. exactly. Exactly. It's all about when you get hot.
1: The USFL, the Pittsburgh Maulers chalk up a second yes. win of the season. They win twenty-three to seven over Michigan. Uh, Troy Williams, a huge day, of course, the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Maulers. He goes 15 for 19. He was involved in three touchdowns, two pass, one run, and then he uh, also threw for 243 yards. He had the game of his life. He's also on a short list of players for Offensive Player of the Week in the XFL this week, along with Mark Gilbert on the defensive side of the ball, who the defense was dominant as well. Yo, Interceptions. Ooh. I mean, these guys were all over That defense place. is
2: banging, man. They, 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 they are just lights out.
1: Chris blew it nine for nine on the season. He still has not missed a field goal, of course, from Pitt. This team is looking better. I, I'm liking this USFL now that, that, you know, this Pittsburgh team is a little bit right. more competitive than they've been. And it's gonna, this is going to be a fun ride. I, I hope that they can continue to win some games. And if they play like they did this past weekend, you know, th- this group of guys, Troy Williams now on offense, that uh, receiver, what did you say his name was, Mike? Gainther Gathers I think. He's he, yeah. he, he made two amazing catches oh, down God, both yeah. the sidelines. One, one-handed grab down the right sideline was a beautiful play. And then also another deep play down the left sideline. You know what? These Pittsburgh Maulers, they're fun to watch. Uh, if you follow them, we get enough people to follow them, then they can maybe start playing in Pittsburgh. Yes, and we that would be awesome. We kind of get a little bit of a, um, a snowball effect. So these guys, they did look good. They had one of the best defenses in the league, some now of the best offense. special teams. And if Troy Williams could really keep coming along as quarterback of the Pittsburgh Maulers, I say that this team, is you know, that – Look at the Arlington Renegades. You know,
2: yeah, it, it, like it, you, know, like you said, I man. Look at Arlington and look like, like Darby said, getting hot at the right time. Yeah, this team can do it. And you know, I, I'm loving the way this quarterback is is playing. He, you know, he, he didn't start the year out. It was like what a rotating system of quarterbacks. Now he's taking control of this offense.
1: And he was, and of, of course, our number one pick. You remember?
2: Yes, yes, yes. He was, and he he's playing really good football right now for this for this team. And like like you said, man, this defense has been lights out since game one. Special teams have been lights yeah. out all year as well. And now the offense is going to uh, all three phases of the game, clicking at the same time. Look out, man.
1: And Ruben Foster hasn't even played the past two weeks in this yeah. defense. It's still been yeah, that, that dominant. So good. Yes. I got to like what these Pittsburgh Maulers are doing. If you haven't had a chance again, check them out. You won't be disappointed. And uh, as, as Mike and I are saying, they're, they're hitting their stride. They're finding out what mm-hmm. they can do on offense They're uh, and Trey Williams had an amazing day. He had a long run. I forget what it was—forty plus yards, give something or take, something like that. Yeah. And on top of that, throwing for two forty-three and uh, being involved in three touchdowns. Pittsburgh Maulers, everybody—the a uh, little bit less fortunate of a Pittsburgh football game this weekend. The gals, the ladies, the Pittsburgh Passion travel up to Boston for a repeat of uh, last year's championship game, uh, conference championship game. Sorry, uh, the Boston Renegades. They they uh, they. Had their way with us. Oh yeah, the Renegades Good win time. sixty-one to nothing. Sixty-one to nothing over the Pittsburgh Passion. However, this is a resilient bunch. I could see them totally bouncing yeah. back, and uh, you know, and staying it's, significant, staying relevant. But again, the um, the Renegades beat the Passion to give Pittsburgh the first loss of the season, sixty-one to nothing.
2: You know, mm. shit happens. You know, it's one of those games. You, shit just, happens, man. you know, you. You brush it off and move on to the next one. That's about all you can do. And you just kind of hope it doesn't go into like a pirate situation where, you know, it just snowballs out of control. Hopefully it's just that one, you know, you, you have a bad day. Yeah. You have a bad day, you know, you get beat up and next, you want the, the, your next opponent to be worried that you got destroyed. Cause you know, like, Oh my God, they got destroyed. What are they going to do to us? You Pittsburgh passion need to come out that next game and just take out all their anger and frustration out on their next opponent and just,
1: let them let them have it uh, somebody who wants to let them have it Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon oh, Bell yes, reported he this. wants to fight he wants to fight uh one day's perfect of course perfect caused injury to Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. that ultimately you know was was pretty big injury in his career yeah, big knee uh, injury man uh so I would like to see that I don't know again if I would pay but if I was at the bar or I was at a friend's and they were in, this fight was on, I, I would pay special attention to it because Le'Veon Bell and Vontae perfect. That, uh, that sounds like a headline to me. Man. I, I'd,
2: I'd watch that fight. I, I'd, I'd pay for it depending on the price. I, I think it would be, it would be fun to watch Love Bell out there just beating his ass. Cause you know, he, he beat what uh, Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Adrian Peterson, you know, he, he didn't have his switch out there to beat Love Bell yeah. with, but I, uh, you know what? I I would pay to see it, and I would be out there with my terrible towel. And then, you know, if he starts losing, we can have Juju come in out of nowhere and blindside block Vontez, and it would be perfect.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he needs Juju in his corner.
2: <laughs> Just come flying in out of nowhere, stand <laughs> over him. I love it.
1: That'd be great. Uh, a couple things here going into the Steelers' camp. Omar Khan says the Steelers are uh, they're open to signing four, four quarterbacks for training camp. A couple of names that are mentioned or a couple quarterbacks that are involved right now is Tanner Morgan and also yeah. Bryce Perkins. Um, So we'll, we'll, see. We'll, see how that, we'll
2: see. Go ahead. Tanner Morgan and Bryce Perkins, they sound like a third line center uh, yeah. going out of the OHL or some shit like that.
1: I mean, Whoa. Oh! Look-
2: Whoa. Hey now.
1: I think Derby Whoa. just busted an O.
2: So did I. My
0: God, man. What happened? You all right there, bro? That's the guy I wanted. What guy? You Quan Alexander the... visiting the Steelers tonight. Who?
2: Quan Alexander? Yeah. You know, now, now we're going 20-0 and because we're getting Quan Alexander. Look out, boys. Uh,
1: whether 20-0 Kwon is Kwon on the way. Or not, I do know that the Steelers did sign a running back, Alfonso Graham. Yeah. Alfonso Graham, they signed a three-year contract. Mike, you know, can you tell me anything about I, Alfonso Graham?
2: I know nothing about Alfonso Graham. I saw like a couple of highlight packages. He, you know, in the highlight package, he looked pretty good. But it, it's weird for them to like sign to a three-year contract. I Remember agree. It's like a one-year contract or, hey, we're going to send you to like a futures contract or just like, you know, like I said, like a one-year deal with no signing bonus or minimal signing bonus. So for him to sign a three-year deal that that's that's a big sign that i this guy more or less has already made the team he's already made 53 like what
1: they see with alfonso graham so be be, be prepared to hear that name because you signed him to a three-year deal over the weekend
2: yeah that's what like made that one stick out because i was like if it it was like a one-year deal like all right we'll see what this guy has in camp but now it's a three-year deal i'm intrigued so he if they're signing him to that kind of contract he has to my eyes he has to make the team
1: uh, I agree. I, I would agree. Those it doesn't really make much sense to me. Unless,
2: <laughs> unless you know, he could end up on the practice squad or something. But you don't sign someone to that kind of a contract hoping they make the practice squad. So, can
0: I can I see something? Yeah, man. yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Rest in peace to your hopes and dreams of Ben DiNucci.
1: Yes, Ben DiNucci did sign with the Broncos. I did have that written here. I think that that's good for him. I'm I'm, I'm excited for him. I hope he does well. I have always, I've always enjoyed watching him. I remember seeing him in, on the local highlights when he was at Pine Richland. I thought he was an amazing athlete. So I hope good things happen for him out there. And you know what? As great as Russell Wilson's been the past three or four years, maybe the new team get him more of a chance than we yeah. think. He might
2: uh, be able guys,
1: to. Uh, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin says looking. or Mike Tomlin looking to the XFL to round out the Steelers roster? So a lot of guys, I think here, guys, we're, we're just going to be dotting eyes and you know cross and tease but we I, I think we will be getting you know maybe a guy or two to finish out the roster at least to get us to camp c we have whoever makes it and doesn't make it beyond that is going to be that but i think you're going to see a lot of those 54th men popping up in the nfl at least early uh, so the, the, real
2: quick real, real quick alphonso graham he came from morgan state yes morgan state and he was like, as I saw, he's the only one to leave their rookie camp with a contract. So he had to have really shown out.
1: Yeah, so that's a good sign. Hopefully, again, I've never yet Death, I, yeah. I doubted Omar Khan. So let's, let's, nope. hope, let's hope that he pulls another one here. And uh,
2: if, if this kid could be like the next, equivalent to like a fast Willie park, coming out of nowhere, yeah. making the team and being a contributor, I'm all for it, man.
1: I don't care um, where they
2: come from as long as they can ball.
1: Steelers back to back home games to start the season for the first time. Get this guy since 1997, almost 30 years if you think about it. I was a uh, junior in high school. Uh, yeah, Mike was just nothing but a little junior, still, still shitting himself. Um, I, I by my senior year, I was fine, I was out of diapers. But, but hear that though, geez, That's the first that's insane. times, the first, and I thought this was a couple years back, and I thought, no, that hasn't been that long. It has been since 1997. Derpy, how old were you in 1997?
2: Oh, he's doing math. He's counting on fingers and
1: toes here. Dude, Just one, maybe
0: even a couple months. You were one year old. The last time
1: that the Steelers started the season with two home games in a row. That's insane. That's insane.
0: Was that September?
1: I'm sorry?
0: Was that that September or?
1: Yeah, it was to start the season started- September. Yeah, September.
0: Yeah, I was I wasn't I don't even know if I was one.
1: And there, and there you were. You and Mike were both shitting yourself in 96, 97. So hey, hey.
2: I told you that in confidence, and this is how you portray that confidence.
1: Yes, yes, it is. That's, yeah, fair enough. Um, but hey, unfortunately the time has gone by so fast on this new schedule. But Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the website? I don't think I'm going <laughs> to. Stretch <laughs> it <out.
2: laughs> too dumb, too dumb right there. 2 Head on over there. Thanks to YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, everywhere you need to listen to us. Um, yeah, if you're on YouTube, man, we have over 300 videos up on YouTube right now. I, I got that notification yesterday, so well done, us. Um, God, there's even more episodes over on Spotify. Everything we ever did is on Spotify. Um, Also at two on the Ingers, we have links to our email, Instagram, Twitter's merchandise store. Now that the Pirates are sucking, you can buy your Bob nothing merchandise and wear it with pride.
1: As we do. Um, Guys, let's do a quick trivia of the day.
2: All right, let's go. Being in 97, I dropped out of college and didn't even have a TV. (laughs) <laughs> so shit your pants just like the
1: rest yeah. of us <laughs> yeah so you didn't get to see the Steelers play back to back games at home all right so we're going to do a uh I, I, I changed up a little bit today just to change golf course this is a Steeler a Steeler trivia
0: okay
1: here we go you ready I'm ready the last time the Steelers court a Steelers quarterback not named Ben threw a touchdown pass wearing the number seven. Was who the last time a Steelers quarterback not named Ben threw a touchdown pass wearing the number seven was who can you tell me who this quarterback is? Take a moment to think it over P on the board. Likewise. Ooh. And as they're thinking that over guys, we do. um We are on all week long seven days a week now Wait. with our summer schedule oh i like we what you get on there 11 to days 12 days, every day seven, days, seven days, days a week so there you have it every day not a day that we're not on uh check us out and every show that we do that particular day gets uploaded over on spotify at eight o'clock in the evening so if you just um want to listen to the show or only can listen to the show this live show that we're doing right now will be uploaded eight o'clock in the evening on spotify check that out you can listen to it, put it in your earbuds hit planet fitness whatever you want to do but it will be there for you at eight o'clock eight o'clock so here we go guys the last time a steelers quarterback not named ben threw a touchdown wearing the number seven was len he dawson. on the board says he guesses tommy maddox mike who would you who would you guess in this uh len dawson len dawson another good pick
0: Derby, what do you think brother I'm gonna go with Mike's answer again. <laughs>
1: All right, so we got two Len Dawson for the gentleman on the screen, and also a Tommy Maddox for the gentleman on the board. There we go. We got y'all locked in one more time. Here we go, fellas. The last time a Steelers quarterback not named Ben threw for a touchdown pass wearing the number seven was Reggie Collier. Reggie Ooh. Collier in Ooh. 1987 against the rams so there you go a little Steelers uh history i wouldn't have gotten that right i could tell you that i've would have landed somewhere right around where all you guys landed with it but um there you are reggie collier I, 1987 never, against never the even rams, heard of,
2: never even heard of
1: them were the number seven i was six four, years old what's the last man? one to throw a touchdown so there you have it um Mike, you got anything to say before we take off this uh, summer abbreviated? Yes, I'm going to go enjoy my summer. There you go. Mike's enjoying his summer.
0: Derpy, what about you, man? Anything before we take off? I might get heat for this, but uh, John Moran's career hit harder than.
1: Mm.
0: Hit harder and collapsed hard than uh, Antonio Brown and Delonte West combined.
1: What is he doing? What is he doing? But anyway. On, I... I... Your mind, right, Bo? So there you are, guys. But hey, we do appreciate you, everybody. Every each and every one of you, thank you for checking us out again. We are on our summer schedule 11 30, seven days a week. Do continue to check us out. We appreciate each and every one of you for Derby, Mike, Ryan, the two dumb Yanders. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. See (laughs) you. No, 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 no.